Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Hardback. Here it is Monday, November 25th. Our top stories for the day. Pat is going to take us through what the hell, China. They got prison camps. Yeah, they got fucked up camps over there. This is a what the motherfucking hell, China. Uh, oh, it's a fun one. Well, you know. Yeah, like an Start, extra Starting step. off the week. Yeah, starting yeah. off the week with the It's going to be informative. You're, yeah, okay. you're going to learn about Asia and okay. prison camps, and I'm going to make fun of China because they're batshit. Well, we like doing that. All right. Okay. We'll get into it. Uh, and then I'm going to take us to an Elon's world. The Cybertruck edition. So I don't, I'm sure you guys saw the Cybertruck um, get on. Cybertruck's been lighting on my feed. Yeah. The, the funny, the funniest uh, demo demonstration of a car ever. Yeah, it was saw. like a slapstick comedy act when yeah. they when they unveiled it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the three the three Stooges <laughs> should have been out there. Right. And then Mark's going to take us through a news buffet of other headlines. Get us going, Pat. All right, guys. What the motherfucking hell, China? We got leaked Chinese documents that show that uh, hundreds and th- of thousands of Uyghurs, the Muslim uh, minority in Western China, are brainwashed. They're being brainwashed in concentration camps, which is something we've known about. But uh, uh, the new de- memo that's been leaked kind of explains some of the tactics. But I'm going to get into exactly what's going on with the Uyghurs if you don't know. So the Uyghurs yeah. are a Muslim ethnic minority group in China, which is apparently not a country you want to be a minority in. No, uh, ac- no, you don't. Activists recently released a map showing the suspected location about. 500 prison camps uh, in western uh, Xinjiang, the Xinjiang region of China. And, uh, you know, like like all good prison camps, the Chinese have a fun name for them. You know, in, in America, we called them internment camps, which was fun. And Nazi Germany, they were concentration camps. And in sunny China, they're called re-education camps and offer, ah. quote, free vocational training, like how to die slowly at the hands of an oppressive government for thinking differently. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, if you're going to spin a concentration camp, re-education is, is like not a bad attempt, I think. Yeah. So a lot of these people are like, you know, hey, family, I'm going to the Xinjiang region, region for a while. Might not might not it's hear more from like, me ever again. It's more like, hey, family. Right. Yeah, black bag. This is where you go when you get black bagged. Yeah, black bag train trip to the Xinjiang region. region. Yeah. Not, not a place you want to be. Mm. Um, so reports differ on the amount of people actually held in these camps, but the general number I'm hearing is around 3 million people are detained. Well, that's a lot that's more a lot. than hundreds of thousands, Pat. That's 3 that's million. a lot of people. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Uh, outside insane. of uh, being in the camps as a whole, um, they're forbidden from communicating with relatives whatsoever outside of the uh, Xinjiang region. Uh, and unfortunately, to communicate with relatives, the people in the camps have been relegated to using China's version of TikTok to communicate with their family members. Uh, I, thought, I thought TikTok was Chinese. 
Well, it could be, but this is like a different kind of Chinese TikTok. It's so, like a TikTok wait. where all the videos are like uh, done to wake me up when September ends. It's a oh. sad TikTok. Yeah, it's like a prison prison visit TikTok. You can, so everyone like, gets yeah. like one phone call, but instead of a phone call, they get one 10 second knockoff TikTok. Exactly. It's like a it's like a proof of life TikTok. It's oh, pretty horrible. Oh, that's Fuck. terrible. So what, what do they is, have to do uh, inside is, this place? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, what they have to do that they have to essentially learn to not be Uyghurs, more or less. Uh, do they China's have to like, new... watch LeBron James highlights? Like they like all like pray to LeBron James. What does LeBron James have to say about all this? Anything? I'm I'm sure it's something offensive and terrible and, no, and way off he's base. Pro China, yeah. He, he is pro China. We're on ed- we're uneducated on it, so we, we we don't know, but he probably Fuck. knows. Fuck China and fuck LeBron James. Yeah. Uh, well, well, Will, to answer your question, so China views this entire ethnic group as terrorists because they're Muslims, you know. Um, so there, there are claims that the detainees are shackled to chairs. Uh, they're subject to medical experiments and forced to sing propaganda songs if they want to eat. Whoa. Yeah. There's also been reports of Chinese men uh, being assigned to monitor the homes of Uyghur women whose husbands have been sent to the prison camps. And these monitors frequently sleep in the beds of the women, which I'm Whoa. guessing isn't just because they're no, really tired from all the monitors. Uh, yeah, it's prima nocta. They're trying to breed out dissension. They're, yeah, they're breeding them out. Yeah, that's prima nocta. That's rape and prima nocta. That's like. crazy. Yeah, hundred percent. But essentially, they they what they try to do is an ideological transformation uh, with compliance and discipline. Uh, right. And we kill your husbands, <laughs> and then we and then we have uh, half breeds with you that we uh are going to be mean to for about three generations until they start looking like us. Exactly. It's yeah. you know, it's so tale as old as time. They have the class yeah. schedule. It's like uh, at eight a.m. It's never how to never ask another question for the rest of your life, and then at nine a.m. Oh, no, 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 no. It's hard no labor one hundred and one. At 9 a.m., it's, it's removal of <laughs> fingerprints and teeth, so no one can identify it. Terrible. I'm sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Detainees are, are awarded points uh, for compliance. Um, and, uh, and Will, to your point about the hard work, so it was reported that a lot of the uh, these, these re-education camps were actually labor camps, obviously, and they were making products for uh, Target uh, Australia. Ooh. Oh, God. So all these people that have been in these education camps have been making, like, fucking furniture for Target uh, Australian people, for people in Australia that shop at Target? I mean, that's what China is. I'm sure, we've, bought, I'm sure we've all bought some some prison camp stuff. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. So the, uh, the UK uh, ambassador to China, who, her name is uh, Liu Ming, <laughs> she calls the memo fake news. Uh, and said that uh, me- the measures have been uh, or what they're doing is essentially a measure to safeguard local people. And there's not been a terrorist attack in Xinjiang in the past three years since they interned all these. Well, humans. yeah, I mean, they're all locked she up. Said, yeah. so. She said, look how happy they are. And look at these knockoff TikToks. Have you ever seen anyone as happy as this? They're singing before they eat. They're so happy. A lot of the TikToks, they're literally crying in them. Oh, yeah, come on. I'd imagine. I'd imagine. Yeah, why does, oh, so is killing like, it, China. Is the whole Literally, area just like cause they basically just like imprisoned everybody in that whole area? Kind of. Well, pretty much. Three million sounds like a lot of people. Yeah. It, it, it's just like the only Muslim area in China, and they don't want it there. Uh, it's over there by Turkey. Uh, it's the, it's these it's days like these that I'm stoked to, to be born in America, and let's take it to our American area. every day. Uh, yeah. Every day. Sorry, LeBron. Gary Russ says, and Betsy DeVos's brother involved in building the re-education centers. Uh, where have we heard that term before in our history? So uh, that's interesting. So this brought up a really interesting rabbit hole I went down. Where So uh, uh, 
DeVos's brother is this guy named uh, Prince, and he he founded Blackwater, mm. uh, and he's the former chairman of Frontier Services Group, who signed a deal back in February to build a training camp in western China. That's where the detention camps are. Uh, before, he pretended that he didn't once people got really pissed about it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Black, Blackwater sounds like the name of a con- company that's going to build you like a prison real quick. Like Bla- oh, yeah. Blackwater will have that prison for you stat. Like you there's no, there's no job up. too dirty no. or too hard for Blackwater. Exactly. But this is where shit gets really <laughs> fucked up, in my opinion. Like, don't do this, guys. Like, like I understand money's great and it's awesome, and like I don't have a lot of it, so I'd like some of it somehow one day. But it's not going to be fucking doing deals with shady no, communist government. That sounds like a horrible rabbit hole. People. That sounds like a, a, a Ronan Farrow journalism piece bound bound to happen. Lots of fucked up scheme yeah. in general. That's yeah. just insane yeah. that they're like the prima nocta stuff and then the. Re-education, that's just, that's... Yeah, let's, let's that's move like on. That's like dystopian, right? Let's move it's on. crazy. It's messed up, but that's China for you. Huh. All right. Well, let's go from one dystopian story to another, but way less, like, uh, painful and, and terrible. Uh, we're going to take it to Elon's world. Yeah, I'm boy. feeling good about Elon right now. Like, I'm feeling great about Elon. <laughs> right. Exactly. Normally, you hate Elon, so normally... I know. Now I'm like, this guy... <laughs> ever, anything looks like fucking... I've got rose-tinted glasses on from now on right. about, about most things. Well, I'm about to dash those hopes because you're about oh. to make fun of Elon. Our boy Elon <laughs> Musk, electric vehicle visionary, space travel expert, and all-around scientific warlord, has been very busy since we last discussed his last whereabouts. First... Elon uh, found out last Tuesday that he will have to stand trial, actually be in the court for a defamation suit against the accuser uh, Vernon Unsworth, whom Elon called a quote unquote pedo guy on Twitter. After <laughs> Vernon, I remember this. This is when Vernon just, was just trying to help the kids in the cave and yeah. no one wanted to use Elon's submarine. It's because well, no, right. Vernon made fun of his submarine instead exactly. of being practical. Yeah. yeah, he said he said that the prototype uh, submarine was uh, not going to help rescue the Thai caves from the kid last year. And uh, Musk just couldn't couldn't handle the tie case, the tie case and the kid. <laughs> yeah, the kids from the cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. The kids in the t- the kids in the tie cave. Sorry. Right, Did right. you see the way they left that cave, Mark? It was a mess. Yeah, well, you got right. those Vernon help. Vernon help. Yeah, Vernon help. But he said that the the sub wouldn't wouldn't help, and that really fucked with Elon. So he called him a pedo guy on Twitter. Uh, also, it turns out that he uh, called him a child rapist in an interview with BuzzFeed. And he told the courts in September that he was worried that Unsworth could be another Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, my God. Just just relax, Elon. You're going to owe this guy a lot of money. Yeah, that's too much. That it, it's totally off base. And what what Elon did say, right? They said like pedo guys, like is like uh, just a jab that South Africans say to each other. Well, like, now not the Epstein stuff. The pedo. Yeah, right, what that's, high, that's button, on top, what yeah. button does Elon have that he's like going? He down said, he, said he, he threatened him. He said like he has he, like back they, when he was first spent, doing it, he was like, you don't want to sue me because I know so you're the guy. Like, Elon has spent this. Elon has spent thousands of dollars trying to dig up dirt on Unsworth. Apparently, so um, he's just like kind of obsessed with it. It's kind of like MacGruber. Where the he writes down the license plate, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, the guy, basic, the guy yeah. that flicked him off in the car. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Unsworth is the guy that flicked him off with the sub comment, and then I'm uh, torn on this one because, like, obviously, uh, you can't falsely accuse someone um, of, of of being a pedophile or like even just like a rapist or something that bad. That's bad. But pedo guy is funny if it's just used that one context really quickly, right? And doesn't become a big. But he's deal. like triple. He's like tripled down on. Yeah, it. that's that's too much unless you have proof. Yeah, yeah. So unless his lawyers can get him out of it, he's got to. Stand trial against Unsworth on December 3rd <laughs> in a hilarious courtroom. 
<laughs> but I bet if you're Elon, you're a billionaire. You don't give a shit. Is there any way yeah. that's going to be public? I'd love to watch that. that I don't know. Tribe. I didn't. I did not get that deep into it. But yeah, right. I, I, I. We should. We should find out. December third. We have some time to look it up. Well, I'd like to live debate that show, like when the commercial breaks, like we do with the yeah. Okay. <laughs> do, right. do a live stream yeah. for the yeah, Elon, yeah, yeah. Elon yeah. Uh, civil suit. Yeah, that'd be funny. All right, next up. Elon fucked up his prototype Starship. You might remember that. It's the giant 65-foot chrome rocket ship he unveiled over the summer in Texas. It failed a quote-unquote pressurization test in Boca Chica last Wednesday, and it's there's a video of it online. It's nuts. Like, the entire top of the thing just blew off, like, hundreds of feet into the air and then, like, landed close to the base of the ship, uh, and it fucked up the entire, like, cylinder, the shaft of the rocket. It was It was crazy. Total failure. Yeah, to- ep- epic failure of a test. Yeah. Ironically, uh, Elon opened his uh, his rocket development ship uh, plant in a town called Girl's Mouth. Boca so, Chica? Who's the pedo guy now? <laughs> Girl's Mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. But yeah, I, it's weird, though. Like, there's this video of the, like, I mean, the, basically this thing that they took forever to build and all of a sudden it's just, like, completely fucked up, like, crinkled and the tops blown yeah. off and shit. But SpaceX. That, that's a frustrating that's a frustrating industry to get involved in like Rockets. a rocket ship oh, yeah. like one one out of every three like is a total failure and it sets you back like a full year right <laughs> like, god damn yeah. it yeah he says it's not a big deal but it's essentially it's back to square one oh right. so, yeah, yeah, spacex it's, it's is saying crushing. like oh it's nothing it's nothing at all not a setback but it seems like that's impossible to be the case right. like right. it has to be a setback right because like they yes. just exploded the rocket yes that's a setback yeah. so yeah you but you got to re engineer your whole fucking rocket you don't you don't you never you haven't done anything like like no one's volunteering to get in a live launch of that anytime soon he needs like at least one to two in a row where it doesn't blow up completely right it's like completely like fucking up like thanksgiving's coming up like if you totally fuck up your dish like it's it's inedible because it's way too burned and being like oh it's not a setback i'll I'll still be on time it's like setting part of the house on fire with your your turkey (laughs) Yeah. All right. You got to eat outside now. That's like, no, no, you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Elon, uh, I don't know. SpaceX needs to get a little, they need to, they need to be a little bit more truthful. No one's going to believe you saying that that's not a setback at all. And finally, the topic that I'm sure we've all been waiting to discuss the unveiling of the cyber truck, Tesla cyber truck, uh, late last Thursday night, Elon set it up by praising Ford, uh, last week for unveiling their first all-electric Mustang right before launching his own direct competitor, the F-150, uh, the Cybertruck. And the launch set Twitter on fire because the Cybertruck is a gorillas-slash-anime-themed truck. Uh, and there was, like, tons of fog in, in, in the intro. And when the Cybertruck finally came out, it was just a giant silver trapezoid or rhombus. I can can't. you imagine? Can you imagine when this thing hits the roads, people getting out of this car at a parking lot? Oh yeah, it's great. Are you you know what it looks like? <laughs> it, it looks like an. It looks like a uh, like a futuristic vehicle from an early '90s sci-fi movie. It, yeah. it looks like what it, someone thought yeah. the vehicles in Terminator One would look like in the future. It looks like it comes with the VR headset to masturbate with. It looks like it's stocked with real dolls in, in all the seats. <laughs> like it's, it's just the most embarrassing, awkward thought... vehicle. Like if you actually rock that vehicle and you think people are going to think you're cool, you're in fucking sane. Yeah, because uh, it's not. <laughs> I beg cool. to differ. I think it would be fucking cool as shit. Just you no. know, who's going to afford one? Yeah, I mean, it'd be funny, but it, it, it would be funny to drive around in it, but it's not cool. It's a hilarious looking car. I'm going to get one. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm kind of with you, Pat. The shape of the car 
it reminded me of like a like it's like a lazy dad carved it out of a block of wood and like like because it's like yeah, it's barely yeah, it's, it kind of looks got, like a shitty yeah. soapbox derby car. Right, exactly. Like you just with like, spray with paint like a deadbeat wood. dad as your scoutmaster. It right. comes with every edition of Final Fantasy one through sixteen. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, not only was the RoboCop design an issue for many, including Mark here, uh, yeah. then then there <laughs> then there was the demo of the Cybertruck's quote unquote armored windows. So Oops. these these things are supposed to be indestructible. Uh, but Elon's thrall, whatever this guy he had on stage with him, he tosses a metal ball at the Cybertruck's armored windows in the middle of the demo, and it just completely shatters the window. Like yeah, the window barely, puts up no, yeah, exactly. He tosses it in, and the window puts up right. no res- no resistance, just shatters. You'd think that he brought like uh, Nolan Ryan out to throw at the window. Exactly. He, he could have thrown not a metal ball, and it would have shattered. Yeah, it could have been a tennis shattered. ball would have broke that thing. Yeah. Probably was, a tennis ball. Yeah. It was supposed to bounce off like without a scratch. It'd be like so impressive. And it was just the absolute opposite of that. And then the fucking guy picks up the metal ball again and tosses it into the back window and it shatters the back window. Well, it, it was right in front of Elon and he was like, what the fuck do I do? And Elon's like, throw it, to, throw it against the back window. <laughs> <laughs> the back window Could you, I'm, I'm, Elon had the worst launch weekend of all time. He's blowing up rockets. Yeah. His, his, his back windows are shattering. It's been balls. Have, you, have you guys ever seen uh, like bulletproof glass cars? Like, like it's the bullets don't bounce off. Right. They, no, they, they it's supposed an, to shatter, but not like that. Not, not like a Immediately to a barely it's, any pressure. Yeah, it's supposed to absorb it, not like have the, the ball entire was flying window at like The ball was flying at like 15 miles an hour. It was the, a lob. The, was second, when, lob. the second toss was a lob. He was like, I don't <laughs> want to do this. And he just barely <laughs> threw it and went right through. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was pathetic. I mean, it was it was just an absolute failure, an utter complete utter disaster failure. Elon fired so many people this weekend. So many people got fired. I, I have a feeling that the the demonstration vehicle didn't have the super glass in because they were just trying to rush yeah, it. And no, get oh, it that, out there. That can't and be the no one glass, relayed yeah. that message to Elon, who then had a guy throw a metal ball through normal glass. Right. Yeah, no chance that was the armored glass. If it was, they're yeah. not going to sell any of them. They're no. all going to be returned. Uh, yeah. The demo was so bad that it tanked Tesla's stock by about 6% and holding uh, as of Sunday night uh, since Oof. it took place. So time to buy if uh, you want to buy Tesla stock. Um, it also dropped Elon's net worth by about seven hundred and seventy million. That's how uh, much it affected yeah. him. If we've convinced you after this segment to buy Tesla stock, then now's the time, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there is a silver lining for Elon. Starting at just forty thousand bucks, Tesla already reports two hundred thousand Cybertruck pre-orders as of Sunday night. Uh, yeah. While a lot I of nerds out there. Yeah. Well, I mean that's a shitload of pre-orders, and while I won't be pre-ordering, I'm gonna. Uh, probably make an ill-advised decision like Pat will, and by the second yeah, generation, once they figure out the not exploding windows, and maybe it can charge itself with solar panels. That'd I'm just cool. gonna, I'm just gonna bully people in in uh, grocery parking lots. Well, I'd, I'd get enjoy it. paying for gas, man. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, Elon. Right, what else we got? We got to move. Hold on. on. Also, <laughs> Elon posted uh, an awesome video of uh, the Cybertruck just dragging an F-150 uphill. While they were both accelerating, it was pretty impressive. So yeah, that one was cool. It was pretty impressive. And besides actually delivering on the side if of truck. Yeah, if you're a badass that likes to haul ass and look like a fucking nerd, this is the car for you. You're going to be fucking begging Will and I for Cybertruck rides. Bro. No, no way. I think so. 
I think you're gonna you're gonna see it. It's gonna be impressive once you actually lay eyes on it uh-huh. in person. All right. Well, besides uh, actually delivering on the Cybertruck or accessible sta- space travel sometime in the next decade, another way Elon could redeem himself in the eyes of many would be by growing a thick and hearty mustache for Movember. Barstool is proud to be working with Movember to raise funds and awareness for men's health. Movember is the leading charity dedicated to changing the face of men's health around the world. This Movember, whatever mustache you grow, will save a bro. Your support will change the face of men's health, raising awareness and funds for prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. This year, Barstool's own Donnie Does is growing out his mo to save a bro. Join him on the Barstool Movember team and help us change the face of men's health. For every 50 bucks that you fundraise on our team, you get an entry to win a trip for two to join us at the Army versus Navy game live college football show in december head to movember.com slash barstool to join our team grow your mustache and fundraise for your chance to win the grand prize and seriously i'm a little sad to see the stash uh going now that the month is almost over it's a great look and it's a great cause get involved with movember yeah absolutely all right guys the first story here we're going to talk about andrew yang did you guys see what he did in the past uh, couple days over the weekend about with msnbc and how he's like demanding an apology from them Yes, yeah, I want to take issue with this. But okay, yeah, lay it lay, lay out the deal. So basically, as we discussed, we did the live debate stream, right? Andrew Yang had like the, the least speaking time by a landslide, like the second to least speaking time had two full minutes more than him. Which Somebody is, like, cashed in on that 40%. Bet. It was unbelievable. Andrew Yang might as well have not been here. I think uh, word got out and his his team was like, yo, you absolutely need to address this. It's a, you don't need to be at these debates if they're not going to call on you. So he's demanding an apology on air. For the treatment he received. Oh, he's going to get that, I'm sure. He said they didn't include him in any of the on-air graphics, and uh, or at least a lot of the on-air graphics they did not include him on, and that they gave him a fraction of the time of other candidates, so he will never talk with MSNBC again until they do an on-air apology. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, this is bullshit. Yeah, uh, I agree with the graphics thing. I didn't know about that. That's bullshit. If they're doing that, but like, look, when you're up there, you have to be aggressive. That that's just straight up it. It's like, like, well, yes, they will call you, know, on you, but you can get more time if you are aggressive. Yeah, look at Klobuchar, look that's at Warren. Him. Exactly. Yeah, not uh, only not only was he not aggressive, he was like praising Tom Steyer. He was like, well, I just agree with everything Tom Steyer says. Like he he was being very passive. And not only that, yeah. like he's running for president. He needs all the airtime he can get. So 100%. don't don't yeah, he, turn he, down he, he more airtime. I like this move of aggression by him, but he needs to do it when he's on the stage, not afterwards when he's told he was a fucking dumbass. Um, so talking about that, though, let's talk about gambling on the news. www.predicted.org slash promo slash hard factor 20. If you go to that URL and you sign up with create an account, it'll take like two or three minutes total. Deposit at least $20. You'll get a free $20 to bet on that. And one of the markets we're talking about is... Will Andrew Yang receive a bump, an increase, or a decrease based off of that last debate? Um, and it's based off the real, real, real clear politics polls, which you can find by going to real, realclearpolitics.com. Uh, and it's from the date of the debates until December 4th is the time frame we're yeah. looking at. We tweeted so out the original, uh, the original percentages uh, from Barstool News Network. <laughs> Uh, yes. No, no way. For Yang, no it was 2.3. He was polling at 2.3 on uh, RCP. Going into that debate, what do you think he's at now, guys? Oh, I already, I already faded him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take him. I think he's going to drop to one point seven. Well, you're I lo- agree. You're losing money because he's at two point eight. Because people like this aggression by him, he's up half a percentage point, which is mm. huge considering he's at two point three to two point eight. And his yes is at sixty six cents, no thirty four. So you're kind of, mm. kind of losing there, Will and Pat. Um, I think that if he continues this pressure and then does get an apology from MSNBC, he's a lock for a bump, considering he's way up right now. 
Um, it's just fucking bullshit. Look, you know look, who else Warren is way up? Is Bernie Sanders. Time. Bernie Sanders is well, way up. And our other advice of Mayor Pete getting a bump, he's actually down 0.2% from 8 to 7.8. So jury's still out on him. He's basically even. But it looks like yes on Biden, uh, on uh, Bernie Sanders up and yes on Andrew Yang up. Hmm. So, yeah. I'm taking All the right. no. I'm fading. I'm fading Yang. I think this is going to blow up. You can. This, this is interesting news. I mean, it's, it's going to develop. But again, go to www.predict.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get involved. Either bet with Will or bet against Will. And there's hundreds of markets trying to make some money there. Um, let's move on to the next one. The ranking member of the House Intelligence Committee, California Representative Devin Nunes, is threatening to take CNN and the Daily Beast to court after they published a story saying a former Rudy Giuliani associate was willing to tell Congress and roll on Nunez and say that Nunez met um, with the ousted Ukrainian prosecutor, General Viktor Shokin, that guy that um, Biden and the U.N. wanted to demand to be quit back in the day, a couple of years ago. Right. They right, said right. Nunez has been meeting with him or met with him. Um, and the details of that are yet to be like talked about. But Nunez is uh, not happy that they're even talking about it and, he, and that the story was published by CNN and the Daily Beast. So he's suing them. He huh. said after... After uh, Thanksgiving, naturally, you know, he's got to wait till he has done the Thanksgiving meal, then he's going to sue him. So, well, you know, this is probably going to be the one, Mark, this is probably going to be the one that, that takes impeachment to the next level. Well, the thing this about is, Nunes is he's, he's he's a House of Representative douchebag who can absolutely fall on a sword. So I'd be worried about him. Yeah, for Nunes, but I mean, yeah, like, it's, yeah. not, it's nothing for Trump, but Nunes could go down. And then now I know why Nunes was like demanding to know who the whistleblower was because well, he's obviously yeah, involved. Can, he's like, does he know me? Who's the whistleblower? Has <laughs> I met him? Does he know yeah. me? Is Am it this guy? Yeah. <laughs> He's been straight up saying he said in his quote about this article, essentially saying they're trying to kill the men's messenger, re- re- referring to himself. This guy every day is in the trying to kill the mess. Yeah, he's trying to kill the, the whistleblower. whistleblower. Yeah, dude, we don't fucking need to know who the whistleblower uh, is because the whistleblower now, straight up said I wasn't there. Well, now I know it makes more sense now. Now I know why he pro- doth protest so much because he's in deep with the Ukraine story and quid pro quo clearly. All right. Now let's get into this. Uh, some fun or silly ones. Enough serious shit for the day. 16 iconic character balloons might not be able to fly in this Thursday's Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade. Uh, per city regulations, giant balloons can't be flown when winds exceed 23 mile per hour and, and gusts exceed 34 miles That's per hour. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess on Thursday, we're right at the bubble. It's going to be it's projected to be 22 for the winds, but 39 for the gusts, which is way above 34. I'm getting snow here in Reno this week. Yeah, it's going to be nasty yeah, well, I mean, weather. So what are they going to do? Yeah. Well, I guess what happened in 1997 is a giant cat in a hat balloon blew blew into a bunch of people and almost killed like four people. So the last thing NBC <laughs> oh, wants is to have God. a giant like Spider-Man balloon squash a bunch of kids to death. Uh, when they have the, you know, I mentioned it earlier, but Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill book that makes NBC look like pieces of shit come out. So I think they're going to play it safe. So instead, what we're going to get, Pat, is a bunch more lip syncing from celebrity singers we've never heard of. So I'd, su- awesome. I'd suggest sleeping in. NBC it's is under its rung on the entertainment ladder. No yeah. balloons Jeez. equals skip the fucking Macy's parade. Oh, that's, absolutely. That's no reason easy. to watch. No reason to no, watch. Don't even DVR. Um, 35-year-old Israel Telez Navo was arrested in Arizona after he was found with meth worth more than $1.9 million in plain sight during a traffic stop of a car that he was the only occupant of. So he They call that a suicide load. Right. That's a lot. I mean, like, you can't say the wind blew in $1.9 million worth of stuff like that one guy with the bag of cocaine. You could try. Um, you could try. No, um, it's, and hefty. it's hefty. If you remember another drug story, we said the, the, the 16-year-old that had 56 pounds of meth from a remote control car. Um, meth is cheap. So $1.9 million in plain sight is quite a, quite a lot of meth. Uh, detectives saw bundles of methamphetamine in plain view and arrested him on the scene with no, without incident. 
uh, when they pulled him over on, on Interstate 40. So I'm guessing he's going to be killed if he isn't the hefe. Right. And most, yeah. pe- most people Brilliant. transporting entire shipments in a car by themselves aren't the boss. So he just had it in place. Yeah, he's they, they wrote an article about him being an idiot, so he's dead. Yeah, how do you have $2 million worth of anything in your car you don't try to cover it up? Right, that's why he's dead. Um, not that's even a on, blanket? That's on him. The newspapers just killed him. Uh, according to the Oregon Police Department, a 38-year-old woman called 911 when her mother's boyfriend, Simon Ray Lopez, came home intoxicated. Uh, he allegedly punched the caller's mother, who was 57 year old, years old, in the arm and pushed her around the house while yelling that he was going to hurt her again. Um, the 911 dispatcher was very confused uh, with the phone call saying, uh, hello, you called 911 to order a pizza? Uh, this is the wrong number to order a pizza from. And the woman said, no, you don't understand. I really need a pizza and I need with it at this address. enforcement. Yes, exactly. With extra <laughs> enforcement, there's somebody. And so finally he caught on. He was like, oh, shit. Is this a domestic violence thing? She was like, yes, yes, that is correct. One large pizza. And he was like, okay, should we send him with sirens? She was like, nope, not going to need that. So he sent a note to the cops and he said, please hold show up. Hold the sirens. Yeah, hold the sirens <laughs> is what the, what the note said. <laughs> so uh, the guy idiot. got arrested for nice. one count of domestic violence. So Pizza that, guy that worked that helping well. out. There you go. And lastly, a home intruder had what you would uh, have to assume is the most embarrassing moment of his life as he was taken down and beaten up by the home's owner, who was an 82-year-old female bodybuilder. Um, yes. <laughs> Wrong door, pal. Exactly. Uh, she said, I hear a loud noise and I'm thinking, what the heck was that? And then the young man is in my home. He broke down the door. So I picked up the table and I went to work on him. So she, <laughs> so she, she picked up a table because she can deadlift 225 pounds and is an award-winning 82-year-old bodybuilder. Went and she broke the him. table over his back. So oh, then the dude man. was on the ground. Yeah, the dude was on the ground like squirming around and she goes, well, I wanted to keep him on the ground. So I grabbed what was closest and it was a shampoo bottle. Guess what? He's still on the ground. The shampoo's in his face. All of it. The whole thing. She, so she's <laughs> like a WWE wrestler. She went for fucking props. That's amazing. She's, she's, she's like, she's pouring shampoo in his face. She's washing his mouth out with soap. Like a grandmother should. It's like, it's oh, amazing. It stings so bad. <laughs> got him good when officers arrived murphy says that um they uh wanted to take selfies with her so they did and that's going to do it with, for hard factor we have a short week this week for thanksgiving we have a show tomorrow and wednesday and then we'll, we'll be back next monday i uh, wanted to thank all of you for listening as always please keep an eye out for our christmas sweaters which should be going on sale this week leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts, and don't forget to tell your friends and relatives what podcasts you listen to when you see them for the holiday break. And most importantly, have a great fucking day. Yeah, no, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay, now get out of here. Summer has come and passed. The innocent can never last. Wake me up when September ends. Like my father's come to pass Seven years has gone so fast Wake me up when September ends Here comes the rain again Falling from the stars Drenched in my Coming